Hey everyone, you're listening to LBA FM on 93.79. Coming up right now, we have the What Mud Crab Show with your host, Giuseppe Roberto Bellagio. Coming up straight after that, we have Lou's Gardening Tips. He's got a cracker of a passion fruit question from uh, Janelle. So it should be a great day of radio. Stick around and here we go. On for Crab Chat. Welcome to Crab Chat, the unofficial fantasy review that you never wanted nor asked for. As the intro said, I'm your host, Giuseppe Roberto Bellagio. Uh, I'm just going to add a new song to the playlist. I'm going to throw in a little bit of Skilo I Wish, because we all know I wish I was a better fantasy player. All right. Uh, sorry, this one is late, fellas. It's been a busy week, but uh, hopefully this gets you into the weekend pretty good on a Friday morning. Going to go straight into the headlines. Uh, I've got five ones here for you. First headline, hide your kids, hide your wife. Morgs and Ben win big, and they are coming to collect. Uh, Second headline here, 140 plus. Luke Dunstan lives up to the preseason hype, proving why he was a third rounder and registering a big win for La Pacina. Third headline here, Crustacean FC exposed. Spoiler alert, they're just not very good. Uh, fourth headline here, oh my god, the Flog Missioner nominates himself for League Expulsion. Now obviously the League not very keen for this because it would mean that Nathan would have to stay, but after a big win, has he turned his fortunes around? This is a long headline. Eh, whatever. Uh, and now, the last headline, you're not going to believe this. Under Shelley 2.0, or should I say, Under Shelley. Big things later in the episode. All right, in the spirit of Jared, I'm going to do these results. Long, slow, and pretty painful. Pubic Lungus STFC, SDIFC, taking on the claw in the first matchup. Big side bet in this one, which we'll talk about later. Fantastic betting from these two. Uh, Pubic Lungus STIFC, 11.21 to 11.42. This one went down to the wire in the last game. Um... Kerno, Harry Mackay, and uh, I think there was no swans in this one. It was blue versus blue in the last. Kerno just holding on. Mackay, a valiant 81. But Morgs gets away with a win and it cements his place on top of the ladder. Next matchup Curl Herms Krebs versus Crustacean FC. Now, Jared might have sold himself up the river with this one, predicting the curls to come home strong. And sure enough, they did just that, beating him by 12 points. Christian Salem, sorry mate, member of the toady, but didn't get it done in this one. 64 in the back line, and uh, Kel Hermsgrip still gets a win with Mark Pittenet scoring 41. Uh, all because of the main man, Chris Main, seems to go on one of these runs every now and then, and uh, Kel Hermsgrip is, is a smart coach. He doesn't let that one slide. Picked him out of the pool and did some damage. All right, big fixture, the third one. Robbo's Janitors taking on Jumbo Seafood, a Whaley up. Uh, 
So Tim won this one um, by 20 points. Abortion. Uh, looks like um, oh, Tim trades in Paul Seedsman, who registers a 53. Amazing trading from Tim, really showing why his last eight games were losses. Um, don't chase wingers, Tim. You should know. Don't chase wingers. Uh, but nothing pleases me more than seeing a Jack Darling 29. Uh, sorry, Johnny, but uh, nothing personal. I just really hate Jack Darling. You're welcome for Isaac Heaney and his 135. Johnny, he doing okay. He's sort of going uh, win, loss, loss, win, win, loss. So he's just getting it done at the moment. Next fixture, Los Bola Aficionados taking on the Veggie Casa Scroll. Ben getting it done in the jammiest way possible. I won't spend too much time on this fixture. We'll come back to it later on in the podcast when we talk about the side bets. Oh, Tim Kelly, 39, 33 after one quarter of football. Brody Grundy, 69 after two and a half quarters of football. Five-point loss for Los Bola Aficionados. Really, really hurts. A lot of sympathy from the league, though. Yeah, no one really cares. All right, I'm ninth. Ben's third. That hurts. Okay, Canning River Scoop is 9.35. Oh, my days. What went on here? The Bowden's 11.83. I slept on this matchup. Uh, yeah, Ridley, bit out of form. Luke Ryan, not quite getting it done. Uh, I forgot to queue up the rest of the Crab Chat playlist. And if there's one thing you don't want to listen to, it's the rest of Skilo's album. No offense, Skilo, I wish is a tune, but... Um, yeah, you don't want to listen to those B-sides. Anyway, back to the Canning River Scoop is 935. Um, forward line got to, gets it done. He traded big to get still side bottom and Josh Kelly into the lineup, but uh, maybe he's chained out the wrong mids. Scott Pendlebury was booming early with the new format, the new rules, but uh, injury hampering him. So, Caleb Bing Bong Sarong with 46. That's got to hurt. Uh, just a few players out of form. I think I think I think the Scoopers can come back to that one. But my word, the Bowdens, 11.83. The less said about that, the better. Proving that he's still a force to be reckoned with, despite his absolute potato forward line. Um, Will Hoskin Elliott permanently in Sam Gillis's sights uh, with a 51. Lucky Fogarty 41. Both <laughs> Fogarty used to be at the uh, Mandalorians. Not the best forward line, but the rest of it getting it done. All right, last matchup here. That's the way. Uh-huh, versus Mandalorian FC Sam G. 12.05 plays 10.97. Uh, respectable score from the Lysets. Lucky Whitfield getting it done. He's back in the lineup and they look a better outfit for it. Uh, again, the forward line struggling a bit for the Lysets and uh, not enough out of McGrath. And Sammy goes 12 hundo. Um, he kept talking about it in the chat and everyone kept ignoring him and I appreciate everyone in the chat for that. Um, Josh Dacos and Connor Rosie still spudding it up and he gets 1,200. That's... Uh, a scary prospect. All right, now, I'm just going to quickly flick over to the ladder and give everyone an update. You all know what the ladder is, but I think Morgan really wants me to say this one. So on top of the ladder for the next four rounds, it is going to be the claw Morgan Armstrong. Uh, and if everyone who is involved in subsequent potties doesn't do the ladder update, uh, you're going to see a very upset Morg. So I encourage all following podcasters to uh, 
help Morgs out and pump his tyres because he's four. He's game clear of Sam in second on 32 points, eight wins, three losses. Uh, in third is the Chicken Casserole. Now, who knows what the fuck this guy's team is going to look like in a couple of weeks' time post buys. Right now, it's really not a third-place team. In fact, if it was up to me, that meme from Kyle, which is a Modi candidate, well done, Kyle, it could equally apply to our man Ben. Uh, it's just not, it's just not a great team. Nope. All right, in fourth place, Crustacean FC still holding on at six and five. Also, not a very good team. Nope. 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 Um, Pubic lice, STI FC. Fuck me hard. Oh, nope. oh, oh, sorry, wrong button. Um, Pubic lice, STI FC, uh, sitting in fifth. Uh, they've got a pretty good team. Scored, scored quite a few points in six. The Bowdens, uh, also five and... Uh, they're five and six. Oh, Dinger's got the draw. That's how he's in fifth. The Bowdens move up to sixth place. Uh, the top five didn't change this round. Jumbo Seafood slides after losing to the Janitors, as he should. Kel Hermscrum goes up, overtaking Los Bola Aficionados, who slipped to ninth. Both of those teams, including Jumbo and including the Bowdens, all four of us are on... Uh, Five wins, six losses, so not far off the finals places. However, one of those four has a radio station for a fucking percentage and is sitting in ninth. In tenth is the Canning River Scoopers on their own with four and seven. Um, yeah, win-win and then four losses on the bounce. Those uh, in injured Pendlebury and an out-of-form Ridley uh, really hurting the Scoopers. Oh, in eleventh is the Robbo's Janitors. He's picked himself up off the floor. With a 3-8 record now, and the Lysets also with a 3-8 record. Wow, they're only two games, two games from the Peloton really, so it's not it's not game over yet for those two. It's uh, it's certainly game on. Maccas is still in play. Oh no, I can't do this. Oh no, we can do this song. It's a different one. All right, on to the pig segment. Oh no, actually. Um, Nope. Nope. I refuse to take part in this segment because it is not very good. I don't read the AFL Fantasy email that tells me who the top scorers were, so why would I listen to Jared tell me who the top 10 scorers were again? We all know who scored well in the round. I'm not going to do it. All right. Moving on to a couple uh, topical segments for the week, um, e.g. Higgins Deep Dive, Analyze Trades, Draft Recap. No, I'm not going to do any of those three. I'm going to go throw back to an old favourite of a segment that was introduced by the Porn Missioner himself back in the day. I think it was probably the What Mug Crab 2 Days origins of the podcast. Uh, it is, of course, You Better, You Better, You Bet. Love that from you, Porn Mish. Big shout out to you for introducing that one to the potty. All right, Dinger versus Morgs is the first bet. First of two big bets this round, but we'll leave the second one for second. Uh, so the bet here was a life-size wall decal of an opposition uh, team's player, which had to be displayed in the other person's home. 
Uh, that's a fantastic bet. Really proud of the two of you for getting that one going. Uh, I had a real giggle when I saw a life-size Max Gorn, and I also had a real giggle at the line. You should get this by 15 June, so only a, um, only a week or two away from being on your wall, a Max Gorn hanging above your prawn. Love that. Hope it's over your bed. Uh, the number one draft pick's getting true representation here, and it's just fantastic. Um, really enjoyed every single bit about learning that side bet. Good on you, man. All right, the second side bet of the round. It was me versus Benny James, the villain of the league, as I like to think of him. One of the absolute bastards of this competition. Now, Benny and I... Uh, we established this bet. Hold on, I've got to let my dog out of the room. See ya, Archie. Bye, boy. Oh, let's get the tunes back. It's a dreadlock holiday. 10 cc's. Ah, and we're back on LBA FM. Um, so yeah, me and Benny, we started talking about this side bet in round six, I believe. Um, and this was at the time where uh, Butters was injured, Crouch was injured. I was up against the wall. I think Ben was promoting some loan trades, and I just, I just didn't like it. So I, I started uh, started chirping Ben in the DMs, and then I just said, oh, "I'll come after you in round 11." And then he, I think he put the challenge down. He said, "What are you going to do?" And I said, "I'll chicken wings for life." And we locked it in right then and there in round six. Everything was looking pretty smooth for me. But story of the weekend was just Grundy and Kelly. I had uh, a gun mid and my captaincy option, number two draft pick. Injured at the quarter time and and 10 minutes into the third. um, And that was the game for me. Somehow Ben made it an even contest. Something real sus there. Potentially an under Hershelly moment. Um... I don't think Ben's ever emergencyed Hunter Clark as a mid-emergency. He's definitely in there as his fourth defender. So I'm a little bit sus on whether or not Ben just sort of thought, well, let's make this interesting and even up the board. Um, which, you know, he's entitled to do, but I'm a bit sus on it. I'm not, not 100% convinced, but right of reply, Benny, when you get the podcast next week. However, that doesn't change the fact that you are the luckiest fantasy player to ever have played a game. The only solace I have in this fact is that one day it's going to turn and I will laugh because I'll be on top of the ladder and you'll be in the doldrums with Tim. But I will still pay for your wings because a bet's a bet and you won. Congratulations. Um, yeah, we reached out to uh, management at Los Bolo Aficionados uh, and we could only really get this soundbite from them before they started running away crying. Walk out the door, you see someone that you know and they ask you how you are and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Yeah, that's, um, that's real sad. But uh, when we cross over to Ben, um, asked his team for a, a comment and they just uh, sent me this little uh, soundbite. <laughs> That's nah, really mean to shove that into my face, but you know what? Look at all those chickens, man. Look at all those chickens. They're all yours. You can eat every single wing on them. 
you have chicken wings for life. That's a good that's a good two grand bet that we just put down, isn't it? The amount of wings we consume. Anyway, that's uh, that's you better you better you bet. Brought to you by uh, the porn missioner um, from back in the day. Uh, and now uh, we'll move on. We've got a couple more segments for you before we wrap this one up. Uh, I think I'm going okay for time. But the next one, it is under Hashelli 2.0. Oh my God, big. This is massive, everyone. This goes all the way to the top. You would not believe what the porn missioner, yes, you heard me correctly, what the porn missioner is doing behind the scenes. Corruption of the highest caliber. I just need to pull up the messages one second. It's in my DMs with Ben and we had a lot of GIF exchanges. Okay, the porn missioner. And, 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 and also Jared. Is it Jared? Hang on. Yes, it's Jared. I have found the wrong clip. Anyway, let's go again. Under Hashelli 2.0. This goes all the way to the top and involves both your podcast host and the league commissioner, the porn mish himself. I had to play another soundbite to, to cut the clip shot. Anyway, so Ben and I engage in one of the biggest side bets this league has ever seen. Jared messages Ben alone. Lob for Marshall. So you can put lob in over Sinclair and I'll take English's 96. Benny James, being a true true honourable man, says, I'm all for loans. Oh, no, that's terrible. I'm all for loans, and this one sounds good with Lob's form. But me and Simo agreed to no loan trades for our side bet matchup. Soz, bras, And then Jared, no way. What kind of condition is that? Fuck you, Jared. Otherwise, and then Ben says, otherwise I'd be paying overs to have a stacked team just for this weekend and then eat free wings forever. It keeps us honest, and uh, Jared then says, lame. Ricky, I'm recording a What Mug Crab podcast. Would you like to feature? Ciao. <laughs> what do you need? I don't think good night. Hey? Good night. Have a nice sleep. I'll be with you shortly. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Get out of here. Nope. Ricky, get out of here. Anyway, interrupting under Shelley. God damn it. Anyway, so, amidst one of the biggest side bets of the year, the podcast host, Jared Zilstra, is offering loan trades, controversial loan trades, to one of the participants. But get this right, it goes even higher. It goes to the top. The porn mesh. All of a sudden, I get this... He, this message notification just doesn't bring up a name, doesn't bring up a face. It comes up with secret conversation with Jordan Dinger, encrypted end-to-end access to all your mobile devices. Dinger says, hi, Simon, want Clayton? No one will ever know. I say, ha, 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 they will know when Oliver appears in my lineup. How did you do this, by the way? <laughs> Dinger says, it's a secret. 
So there you have it. The porn mesh has hired the team in Manila to develop secret conversation capabilities in Messenger and is floating out loan trades left, right, and center. This league is just rife with corruption, and I won't stand for it. I'm here to expose corruption in my turn on the potty. That's what I'm here to do. I hope you all take a good hard look at yourselves and realize that loan trading is not the way to go. Oh, right, now now that we've got that off our chest. Nope, nope, nope. That's fantastic. All right, LBAFM moving on to the Archie Dickens. We have uh, two nominations this week for the Archie Dickens. First, we have uh, Zach McCarry. And I'm going to nominate Zach McCarry because of his horrendous Liam Henry take. I don't know how many seven-game small forwards you expect to have 20 possessions and two goals, but there aren't many on my list. Give the kid a break. You should watch his highlight draft reel. The man dominates, all right? He's only had seven games. He's just a young fellow. He's a skinny kid. It's only his second season, and he was injured for half the first one. It's a shit take, and I will die on this hill. I just want you to have a think back to Steve Smith. When he first came on the scene, he was a dog shit leg spinner and he batted like a spastic. Now he pulls off centuries every single every single test series and he does it for fun and he still looks like a spastic, but he still gets it done. But I'm just going to give Ben Edwards the Archie because of not emergency Monday and almost losing a lifetime supply of chicken wings. I don't care if he still won. That's still one of the worst mistakes in fantasy history. It's not like a, oh, if I'd looped him and captained him. No, you just, you executed a trade, an entire loop, without even looking at whether or not you'd emergency the midfielder. And for that reason, you get the Archie, Archie Dickens nomination. Uh, it simply has to be now. All right, second last uh, segment, uh, take a minute of morning. This should be uh, halfway down Leach Highway now, pulling onto the freeway and uh, heading into the city to get to work. Uh, we've got the predictions for round 12. I am predicting that uh, Morgan will stay first on the ladder. I am predicting that Los Bolo Aficionados will stay ninth. And uh, I am also predicting that everyone else holds their position on the ladder. It's a uh, very bold bet for me, but hey, that's what the predictions are. We all know there's no footy this weekend, so why are you even listening to this podcast? All right. Well, that takes us into the last bit of the segment. Uh, I've finished my Undershelly rant. I'm still kind of amped up from that. But, um, you know, this will calm me down. This will get me into the week. You know, it's Friday today. Well, when you're listening to this, it'll be Friday. Uh, And then we just think about things we're thankful for. I'm thankful for... I'm thankful for Friday. I'm thankful for weekends. It's been a big week. I'm sorry for the lateness. Uh, look, I'm, I'm thankful for Sam Walsh giving it a go. It made for an interesting Sunday. Um, I'm thankful for Liam Henry showing, showing promise and being a bright talent. Uh, I'm thankful for this soundboard, which has been a fantastic help today. Um, there's a lot of really bad sound effects on this lineup, though, and I'm just trying to avoid them. Oh, what else am I thankful for? Look, I'm thankful for this league. I'm thankful for side bets. Uh, I'm thankful for fantasy football. It's just great, isn't it? All right. Well, um, this one is uh, to be continued. 
I hope you all have a fantastic week. Ciao. Guara coma tondalo. Hey, welcome to Lose Gardening Tips. Gonna go over to our first caller, and it is uh, Sally with Sally Robinson calling in with a passion fruit question. Okay, go for it, Sally. Bruh. 